This episode of the Derek Diamond Experience is brought to you by Gamefly. Sign up for a free premium 30-day trial at GameflyOffer.com slash NerdCave. One game out, shipped directly to you. No contracts, and you can cancel any time. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases for PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo 3DS, and more. Rent as many as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox. And to get your free trial, just go to GameflyOffer.com slash NerdCave. Again, that's GameflyOffer.com slash NerdCave for your free 30-day trial. You're listening to the Nerd Cave Network. Welcome to episode 152 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast, and today you'll be hearing my conversation with Scott Warner and Marianne Del Gallego from the Chasing Fame web series. Scott and Marianne are actually the co-creators of the show, so we talk a little bit about the writing process, how they came up with the show, uh, some funny on-set moments. Episode 2 of the show is actually out now. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast the day it comes out, you can check out Episode 2, which is now available on YouTube and Facebook. Just search for Chasing Fame web series on both those platforms, and you'll be able to check out Episodes 1 and 2. So, without further ado, here is my conversation with Scott and Marianne. Sitting here with my two very special guests this week from the Chasing Fame web series, Marianne Del Gallego and Scott Warner. Guys, how you doing? Doing good. Doing great. Impressed good. that you said my name right. Very well, rare. Well, I remembered last time, because we, we were talking off air, it's been a while since you've been on the show, I kept saying in my head, all right, it's this way, it's this way, and I got it, so. Yeah, and you said three years, I mean, I know it's been a while, but you mentioned, has it been three years? It, it's around that, yeah. Three you were one of my first guests oh, doing this show. Oh, so special. Yeah, it's, we've all, come, we've all come a long way. Oh, gosh, yes, yes. So, uh, before we get into the actual uh, Chasing Fame series that you guys are here to talk mm -hmm. about. Uh, what was it that made you both want to get into acting? Oh, wow. We're going to be here all day. You want to go first, Scott? Oh, I, mean, I can go first. It was just uh, <laughs> back in high school, something I enjoyed, and then I just got away from it. And 20-something um, years later, it just, you know, they say the bug bites you. That's kind of what happened is uh, I felt like I just had to do it and give it a shot. And uh, it's been no looking back. I come from such a huge performing family. We always sing and dance, even as kids. And I got into my very first school play when I was 10 years old, and I don't think I've ever looked back since. But I've never really took it as a career or anything. It was fun. Like, here's school, here's my real job, and here's fun time. Yay! So I've been doing it for a long time. It wasn't since um, recently, just a couple of years back, that, um, and I'm going to give a shout-out to Jean Marie here, Jean Marie Collins, our spawning instructor, who pretty much, you know, pulled me to the corner and said, you need to take this seriously and make a living out of this, and she scared me. So now that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> as a li I'm trying to do it as a living, but it's always been something that I've enjoyed since a kid. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. What was it that made you guys kind of come together to do this whole chasing fame thing? Because I, I saw in the credits you guys actually co-wrote this whole thing. Yes. So what, what was the inspiration behind well, it? Well, what it is is I met Marianne a few years ago on a web series uh, that we were filming um, that never took off. And we always wanted to do something. And both of us needed comedy in our demo reels for acting. All we have is drama and and hard heavy stuff and uh 
we just let's do it. Let's write about our experiences and exaggerate them. And that's basically how Chasing Fame came about. We sat down and uh, just started writing. Yeah. It's based on loosely on um, certain auditions that we have gone through yeah. or experiences. As an actor, you go through so much. And, and really just anything in the industry, there's so much that goes into it. And you just got to learn how to laugh at yourself because if you take it too seriously, you're going to drive yourself crazy. So we sit there and, we, and we, just how it started, we're like, let's talk about all the stuff we do. And then, you know, somebody would go, remember that one time where we, when we, when they auditioned and this happened? Yeah, write it down, write it down. You know, so that's <laughs> right. So, so we've only gotten a few, you know what, two episodes really that's, that's written, but right. for probably a, a episode, you know, 35 in our head with all the ideas. That's, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, like, let's write there's this. There's a lot of material. There's, there's so much material. It's just trying to narrow it down and, you know, getting it out there. Well, that's the cool thing about it is that we were talking off air. Something that's always fascinated me about some movies or shows are ones that describe the behind the scenes process of, you know, getting an acting gig or mm-hmm. getting on a mm-hmm. crew. Yeah. To me, that's just as fascinating as the final product. So mm-hmm. as soon as, you know, I saw the link that you guys posted, like, oh, this is what it's about. I was like, I'm there. And I, I love the first episode. It was hilarious. Oh, thank Your you. over the top audition at the beginning was awesome. <laughs> Had me dying. Thank you. It was really good. <laughs> I was not acting, but okay. <laughs> I was being me. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things about that first episode and how we came about it is is due to the amount of housekeeper auditions that Marianne has received at, while trying to land an acting gig. So It was always the Hispanic maid, Hispanic maid, Hispanic maid. So so Scott over here goes, let's write an episode about the Hispanic maid. I'll, okay, done deal. Let's do this. So it just, like I said, it's based a little bit on stuff that we have gone through in the past. Then you push for the diversity and audition for the... The old upper crust. Uh, of course. <laughs> Please. Everybody know I can pull that off. Come on. <laughs> See, that's the Monique and me talking. <laughs> She's really in there somewhere. <laughs> you have some other cast members as well. You have uh, Nicole Dixon, Sharon Posey, and some others. Mm-hmm. When you were writing this, did you have them specific in mind? Or did they audition? We did not hold any auditions. Uh, when we came to this, we... We know the people that we've worked with, and um, we're all friends. So it's just kind of, hey, let's use them for their their experiences and and bring them in as well. And uh, it just we're trying to keep it very small at the moment, and that's uh, we know new people that could pull it off. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, I, th- I think that's a good thing though. Keeping it keeping it small also keeps it kind of you know, realistic to do mm-hmm. and you don't have to try and push your boundaries too much. But I think what you're doing right now is, is really good because it's kind of a small, intimate story in its own way. So I, I think that's really, really good. But like you said, it, it's one of those things that, you know, you could picture things like the over the top audition, mm-hmm. auditioning happening, uh, going back and telling your friends, yeah, I got that part. I'm not worried <laughs> about it. <laughs> Which happens a lot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> God just gave me the look <laughs> because he knows he knows yeah. me. Okay. <laughs> what were some funny onset stories that you guys have had? Because there's always plenty of good outtakes when you do something like that. There's a really a huge hilarious scene in in episode two, but I don't want to give too much away. Except yeah. we were dying because the actor Chris Holloway, another shout out, um, Chris Holloway is just brilliant i mean i don't think you even need to give him a script he's such a phenomenal improv actor that you can just say go and then he'll he won't stop and so he had a he had a script 
he kept going and going and going and we were rolling at this point and I mean behind the camera while, we're, while it's filming we're you know cracking up because he didn't break the entire time he just kept going and I don't want to give too much but well, you can that have to scene look at that you watched two. that I sent you for early episode two mm-hmm. um, completely improv um, I will say there are a lot of takes and um, <laughs> it got quite messy and uh, <laughs> and we were in tears it was so funny it, it um, was so hard he was and he did break is that that's what really really impressed me is all of us i was in tears because i was trying not to laugh and be picked up on the mic but then he kept going he didn't stop he didn't break the entire time no, everything's awesome. falling apart around him he's going so i can't wait for people to see that because they know exactly what we're talking about when we show it i give major <laughs> props to people who can do that because i've been on sets where i have to just turn around and not watch or else i'm just gonna crack exactly and that was us even even you i think you chuckled a little bit Oh, I was biting my lip so hard, I almost bled. It's like, I can't take it. But no, the scene you're talking about, I won't give it away, but it's it's really, really good. Just the, the voice, the, the motions, mm-hmm. everything. It was just perfect. It was so dry, but it was perfect. That was That's what we were going for. So and great, then, oh, thank you. you know, that's only two sentences was written. Everything else he made up on the fly right that's there. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. I'm jealous of people who can do that's that impressive. too. impressive. And stay in character, which, which is even more impressive. Yeah. Uh, what's been the most fun part about doing this web series? The whole process has been amazing. Well, I don't know. Scott will probably say the editing part's not so much fun, but everything else is fun. <laughs> when we get together and we sit down and we write uh, and we start talking about experiences and then we start, oh, write that down, write it down. Oh, you remember that one time? Write it down, write it down. You know, that's really how we are when, when we're writing. And um, also just because we all get along so well. Yeah. That even when we're filming, everybody's just, there's, there's well, aside from Monique on screen, there's really no diva on set. <laughs> we all work well together. And I think that and, that's yeah. the bottom line. It's, it's fun to come together with uh, creative minds who all have a zero tolerance for drama. That's now, true. Of course, yeah, we're doing drama, but personal drama. Real life drama. Real life drama. Um, doesn't exist. Doesn't <laughs> exist. Uh, we, we keep it professional. We keep it fun. And uh, it's just... It's good to be around, surround yourself with people with the same mindset. Mm-hmm. So the whole cast is uh, involved in the creative process. Yes, yeah. that's Pretty awesome. Much, yeah. That's awesome. I can picture just a, a room with everybody just kind of sitting in a circle and be like, "All right, this is what we're going to do." For it this usually happens at Starbucks, and people look <laughs> at it. Great crazy. place to do that. It is. Um, just a, a side take. We did a short film for a Mobile Film Scramble last year, and we were talking about murder and tying people up and everything in the middle of a Starbucks. So the looks. And we were are, loud too. We were yeah. like, so if we cut them into pieces like this, you know, like we're we're planning a murder in Starbucks, basically. So anybody that's sitting there, they're like, "What are they talking about? We're writing for a film, not really killing anyone yet." You know, just <laughs> picture somebody walking in. All right, so now we're gonna throw the body in the bay, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna to go to another Starbucks. How, how do we? How do we make the body disappear? <laughs> Pretty much. But I and, and I we talk about this sometimes at how when when you write and you start googling stuff and if anybody <gasps> can see the stuff on your Google and your search engine, <laughs> what are they looking at? So, yeah. yeah. How think to about properly that. clean a knife? How to properly, yeah. How to dispose of a body, you know, things like this. And then people are like, like, what are they doing? What are they doing? Writing. Promise. I write. <laughs> Writing. Before we continue this fantastic conversation, I have to tell you about a brand new sponsor to the Derek Diamond Experience, Loot Crate. For you, the listeners of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast, Loot Crate is offering an opportunity to save 10% on any new subscription at LootCrate.com. I love Loot Crate. I've been a subscriber for almost two years now. 
They come out with all kinds of cool nerd and geeky collectibles. If you like pop figures, they come out with new pops every now and then. They have a cool t-shirt each and every month. And they have things from kitchenware, coffee mugs, uh, even chopsticks. I think I got a pair of Nightmare on Elm Street chopsticks one month. So Loot Crate has all kinds of cool stuff. And to save 10% on any new subscription, go to trylootcrate.com slash nerdcave. Again, that's trylootcrate.com slash nerdcave to save 10% on any new subscription with the promo code BRIDGE10. Again, that's promo code BRIDGE10 at trylootcrate.com slash nerdcave. Which, speaking of horror, uh, you did, I can't remember the name of the movie, but you did a movie with an actual former guest of mine, uh, mm. Jessica Cameron. Yes. yes. What, what was that one? Uh, American Guinea Pig, The Song of Solomon. Um, and it's an exorcism movie. It's uh, the first, um, what we feel is real exorcism movie since The Exorcist. Um, they pulled out all the stops on it as far as gore. American Guinea Pig series is known for over-the-top extreme gore. And believe me, it's in there. Um, they, The director, Stephen Byro, um, pulled out... Um, Real exorcism rituals. Uh, he purchased books from the Vatican and um, tried to make this as real as possible. And it's uh, just being on set. I worked uh, as crew member and was part of the cast. And it was uh, it was scary just seeing it go down. Oh, so I can imagine. It was, uh, it's pretty amazing. That would probably be a little uncomfortable to be around. It was. <laughs> it was. They said I had nightmares. <laughs> I can imagine. But uh, it was interesting because I didn't know that you were involved with that until after I interviewed her and like you posted right. something about it on Facebook and I was like, "Huh, that's a small world." It is because it like she just randomly followed me on Twitter one day and I was like, "Oh, she'd probably be a good." She, guest she's a she's a great yeah. actor, uh, very professional, and just mm-hmm. uh, she has a really good mindset as far as you know making it in the acting business. Absolutely, she, any, anybody who's listening to this should go back and listen to that episode because she tells some really good stories. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm curious, because both of you guys have been on numerous film sets before. What's the funniest incident that you guys have ever had? Oh, wow. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to have to go with our, our episode we just filmed. The stuff that we created. Um, that That's the funniest. I've I've never laughed so so hard as, as watching that all unfold. Oh gosh, there's quite a few, but I think when we filmed that that um, that show down in Tampa, the the ID um, unraveled uh, that uh, the very first day we f- we filmed the the murder scene. So like day one, eight a.m. you show up, and then and then I had to be the crazy person that you know shoot people and stuff. So I tried to stay in that frame of mind the entire time up until we went to lunch and nobody wanted to sit with me at lunch. <laughs> I mean, it's not even funny. It's a small cast and crew, and 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 I sat there by myself, and everybody just it parted like the Red Sea. There was nobody near me, so finally I had to like jump in and go, guys, <laughs> I'm I'm really nice. I'm not, you know. It's come on. It's a so, character. It's a character. Yeah. Thank you. I think that it was believable, but I'm nice. Sit here, please. You know, be so. fun to explain to somebody. <laughs> oh, what are you doing tomorrow? Well, I'm gonna kill a few people. I'll at shoot 8 a couple people. Yeah, shoot a couple people. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe go grab a sandwich <laughs> for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Grant would yeah, like that. I'm gonna piggyback on that. Uh, about two years ago, I did a movie in Atlanta called Money Back Guarantee, and it's about the black market organ trade. And uh, I played an organ, a person who stole organs. And after the movie, and I'm standing outside the the theater, and the 
people who just watched it are coming down. They're just kind of giving me a wide path, giving me a look. They're like, I'm like, really? I'm a nice guy, honestly. I don't, I don't want your kidney, you know? It's, but. But it's so much fun to play the evil, demented, crazy. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's, That's what it's everyone just, it's says. It's so much fun. It's a blast. Fun. Yeah. Because you get to get away with stuff you wouldn't be able oh, to gosh. in real life. Yeah, this is true. I mean, anybody can play the nice guy. But oh, yeah. Getting to play the villain is so oh, much yeah. better. I'll give me the dark, twisted one any day. I'll, 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 I'll volunteer for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so intimidating, all four foot ten of me, so. <laughs> uh, besides chasing... <laughs> Scott, oh, I wish this was video because you guys just missed this face that Scott gave me right now. <laughs> uh, besides chasing fame, is there any other uh, projects that you guys are working on, either as a group or individually? Are we doing anything right now? Uh, we, we, we're going to enter another mobile film. Scramble, oh, that's right. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> which is next month. Um, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah. Uh, there's that, and just you know, uh, the surge of auditions back and forth. So just you know, doing the, I, I think I've mentioned this the last time. I don't remember, but you know, we joke around how you're an actor. You're not really an actor. You're a professional auditioner. That's your mm-hmm. full time job. You're constantly auditioning. So we're doing our job because we're auditioning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something's gonna stick at some point, but that's that's what we're doing right now. Is the mobile film fest. We're gonna prep for that in episodes three and four. Yeah. You want to give a little teaser about that? Uh, yeah. I'll. Talk a little bit about uh, some of the things that are upcoming. Uh, for episode three, um, the character Daphne um, finally gets to meet her agent, get, gets an agent, and gets some instruction. And we do have a uh, special guest, which I can't reveal. So I think a lot of people will be excited to find out who that is. Also, upcoming episodes that we have in the works is um, is it is it Daphne and Lance that answer a Craigslist ad. Oh God! You see, you already know, you and know that's, it is. The, that's the perils Very of ambiguous ad. Yeah, and it, it turns out exactly what you think it is. is. Exactly, it's exactly what you think. <laughs> like most Craigslist ads, turn yes, <laughs> yes. But see, the I think what's so hilarious about it is that we can tell when they're reading the ad, but the two characters don't see it as plainly as everybody else. That's they think it's their break. They think yeah. this is it. We're gonna be lead. And then, like in this indie, hey, <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> so even just writing that ad was a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, and that's why we at talk Starbucks, about Google searches. Or, yeah, <laughs> we, did, we did Google search that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep a lookout for that one. That'd be interesting. So I shouldn't look at your guys's computer searches. I mean, you can, but you know, prepare for a shock. <laughs> Have no shame. <laughs> I feel like we got to give a bit uh, shout out to uh, Jeremy London's acting classes Absolutely. that he has monthly. Oh my goodness, yes, he's wonderful. So, and since baseball season is about to be over, I will finally be able to come back to it. So, yay! Great. Looking forward to it. Yay. We've missed you. We've missed you. Had some really good classes, and yeah, uh, that's what I've been hearing because uh, Matt Campbell mm-hmm. works works with the Wahoos as well, and I see him, you know, every now and then, and he keeps me updated on how things are. So, in so, starting in September, I'll be back. So great. Oh, Looking I, forward to it. I have to give mad props to Scott right next to me because um, the last scene that we did completely pushed his boundaries. He was extremely <laughs> uncomfortable because, uh, hey, hey uh, we talked about challenging ourselves and that's kind of the whole point when we go to class, we'll try to do something that's uncomfortable. And so I presented a scene to him and he was like, uh, I'm like, dude, we got to do it. We have pushed the boundaries, man. And he did great. And I'm so proud. Oh, thank you. Thank Yay. You. Shout out. I just wanted to say that. Good Thanks. job. <laughs> Couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> Last question. Uh, does Chasing Fame have any social media that you guys would like to plug? 
we we're on Facebook, Chasing Fame, the web series, and that's I think the only place we're set up. Well, IMDb page, but you know you can yeah. follow it there too. Yeah, Go follow ahead. us on Facebook. That's Sweet, and I'll post a link in the show description too, so awesome. people can just click on it and they'll be able to follow it. Great. So, yeah. uh, guys, thank you very much for coming by and doing the interview. Oh well, thanks, well, thank thanks for having us. Thanks um, for having us. Can't wait to show you more. That's right. <laughs> My thanks again to Scott and Marianne for taking the time to have that wonderful conversation. Be sure to follow Chasing Fame on social media and check out episode two of Chasing Fame, the web series, which is out now on Facebook and YouTube. Next week, we'll be returning once again to the roundtable and we'll be talking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with Jason Robbins and Wally Phelps from the Pop Culture Palette podcast. I'm a huge Ninja Turtles fan, have been the majority of my life. Can't wait for you guys to hear this wonderful roundtable about the Ninja Turtles. But until then, you can check out past episodes of the show on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, iHeartRadio, all podcasting platforms. Just search for The Derek Diamond Experience and be sure to leave a five-star review. You can follow me on social media. Just search for The Derek Diamond Experience on Facebook. On Twitter, my personal page is at Derek underscore Diamond. The show page is at D Diamond Podcast and on Instagram. Search for D-Diamond Podcast. Every week I post a 60-second preview of that week's upcoming episode. Instagram's a lot of fun. You'll find other photos that I post as well. But I believe that does it for this week's show. So enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. I am your host, Derek Diamond. And we'll see you guys back here next Thursday with the Ninja Turtles Roundtable. Listening to a Nerd Cave Network production. Are you looking for new original music? If so, you should check out my close friends, the Unicorn Wranglers. The Unicorn Wranglers are a local indie rock band based right here in Pensacola, Florida, and they are very important to this podcast. And that's because they supply the theme music that you hear at the beginning and end of each episode. And the song you heard today is D Rock, the official theme song of the Derek Diamond Experience. You can also check out their music on Bandcamp. Just go to Bandcamp.com and search for the Unicorn Wranglers, and you can hear Murder Mystery Night and 95 Flannel for free. That's my favorite four-letter word, free. You can also follow them on social media. Just search for them on Facebook, and follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Wranglers. And finally, be sure to visit their website, UnicornWranglers.com.